So we want to continue looking at the empowering of the Holy Spirit. It's an amazing thing how God structures and ordains how we proceed uh, under his hand. He's been talking to us about being refreshed in the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit, at the same time helping us to develop a whole new uh, depth of expression of biblical friendship. So as he's, as he's been inviting us to a new level of, of intimacy with him, we enjoy his presence and live out of it. And that's the most vital thing. But he's also been speaking to us about new, greater level of relationship that more reflects his heart and the biblical truth, greater quality of, refre- uh, of friendships. But you know, I think sometimes it's good to just take a pause and consider what God is doing, even amongst us. Let me just run you through a few things. God is at work and, and you know, we all have the opportunity to, to be part of this and to, to get on board with this. Here's just a few of the things that I've been picking up recently. Different suppliers of restaurants are offering us more food for the work that we do from the hub than we can even take on. We're being, as it were, uh, over, uh, overloaded with things. Well, that's a good place to be in. Of course, we just heard uh, from Jamie about this amazing breakthrough uh, in Sierra Leone uh, in terms of, of the 20-year struggle to deal with the issue of that land and that's going to open the way for further development. Then we've been praying, recognising that we had contacts amongst women but not so much amongst men and we've been praying for that and God is stirring and giving us contacts amongst men like we've never had so that we might bring more people into the wonderful saving knowledge of his grace. And more than that, probably people being stirred amongst us to get alongside these men. I had a story a little while ago, uh, Anthony was boarding his loft and uh, he thought, oh, I think I'll get my friend Chris to come and help me. I know he's available at the moment. So um, in the course of that, yeah, the loft got boarded, but also as they talked together, it just quickened something that Chris had already had stirring within him. And as a result of that, he's going to get alongside uh, me. Last week we heard from Jeremy uh, how he was inactive and, and just somehow God stirred him and he was challenged and, and he responded. And now he's being one of this new group of encouragers that are going to help us as we seek to develop uh, this new level of deeper friendship and more accurate biblical uh, friendship. He's also getting involved in youth, and last week we saw him teaching. And by the way, uh, I think he'll be doing that again soon. Jeremy, I hope you're listening. Then we heard from uh, Sally and the Hub team how we've been contacting some 80 people a week in the community that we've put into contact with as we served in the community during lockdown. Now we've got a scheme uh, that uh, Jane Satui is 
leading to to actually deliver cakes and make a deeper level of contact than just phone calls that we've been doing on a weekly basis. Amanda the other day was cleaning at the uh, corner coffee house and 14 customers or other business people made contact with her while she was there. No wonder the leader of the council recently made a very public commendation of the work that we're doing in demonstrating his God's love in the community. Then, of course, something which will please us all. As a result of the work that we've been doing, uh, we've been looked on very favourably in terms of the rental charge, as far as Castle Point's concerned. I mean, so many things happen. I don't have time. I can't take time to tell all of them now. But as this group of uh, key people have come together, as, as those who are going to encourage us and serve us and support us, and we're just calling them the encouragers because that's what they are. I mean, the sense of vision and purpose and life that's there makes me very clear that God is behind this and helping us. When we were together recently, we used the story of David and Jonathan uh, as a, one of the examples of biblical friendship. Let me just share a couple of things. Because God is calling us to not just a social friendship, or not even a functional friendship, but a biblical friendship, where the different aspects of what it means to be biblically friendly join, according to his purpose, are portrayed. Let me just read this. It's from 1 Samuel uh, 23. David stayed in the wilderness strongholds and in the hills of the desert of Ziph. Day after day, Saul searched for him. Now, I don't think that was just Saul on his own. That would be Saul and his army. But God did not give David into his hands. While David was at Horish in the desert of Ziph, he learned that Saul had come out to take his life. And Saul's son, Jonathan, went to David at Horish and helped him to find strength in God. Don't be afraid, he said, my father Saul will not lay a hand on you. You will be king over Israel and I will be second to you. Even my father Saul knows this. Now just think about that for a moment. There's Saul and his whole army searching, but Jonathan knows where he is. You see, a friend knows where you are at. A friend is close enough to know. I was busy uh, in a meeting, I think it might have been with Jamie, just two or three weeks ago, and in the middle of that I said, I think I need to contact Norma in St Martin. Just something. See, I'm talking about the Spirit of God leading us and nudging us. Her response was, oh, thank God you called. She was obviously very upset and very distressed. Thank God you called at this time. As a result of which, the intercessors have taken up a very key situation for her youth pastor. See, God catches our attention with something maybe we see 
and then we inquire of him. Our curiosity is one thing, our attention is something more. A friend knows where you are at. But let's look at something else that comes very clear in that story. A friend can see where you're going to be and treats you accordingly. Doesn't just see where you are now, see the situation, see the dilemma that you're in, but see something more. David had the benefit of the friendship of Jonathan who could see the, he, there he is running for his life, but could also see the purpose of God. I was conscious of few months ago of my brother Balthazar needing a job. Very difficult to find a job. That was there in, the, in my mind. Then I picked up that Amazon were looking for employees. Now I knew that he was a hard-working, honest guy. I thought, why? This is, this, is, this, is, this is for him. Now we call him Mr. Amazon because he's working there so many hours. You see, the issue is that we, we have in our heart a concern that it's not just a kind of passing thing that God can use that and stir that. Tell you why? Because of a miracle. Just exactly what God said he would do. He's taken our heart of stone and switched it for a heart of flesh. This is the miracle of salvation. This is the miracle that we, the children of God, empowered by the Spirit of God, can actually function in a wholly different way, a new ability to reach out and care. But of course, with that comes a responsibility. Because we're all part of the body. And so we have this responsibility first of all to God to show what he's like in this issue of loving one another but then to one another because that's part of what he's given us here's a definition you probably would have heard it before but it's just one way of expressing the kind of or the outworking of the kind of friendship that we're talking about if I was expressing this to you I would say something like, I'm committed to always place your interests equal or above my own. Serve you and minister to your needs in any way that I can. To never say or agree to things behind your back that are not being properly brought to your face. And that includes keeping silent when things are said that shouldn't be. To give the necessary time and attention to hear your thoughts and concerns. And actually to be honest with you regarding any misgivings or concerns I might have about your direction. We talk about loving enough to be willing to risk the relationship Oh, well, if I say that, they might not like me anymore and I so enjoy their friendship. Being willing to pay the price, 
to risk the relationship for the benefit of our friend in confrontation and disagreement. Committed to never take advantage when I see your weakness. To hold on and seek to see through things when we, we don't agree. The end product to consider your success, my success, your failure, my failure. Penny sent this, this uh, scripture to us the other day. It's, 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 it's from the Passion Translation. It's quite a familiar one in Romans 1 verse 12. Uh, but uh, it's just a refreshing translation in this way. Now this means, this is talking about being the friendship. Now this means that when we come together and are side by side, something wonderful will be released. We can expect to be co-encouraged and co-comforted by each other's faith. See, it's something that God has ordained to show what he's like. It's one of the ways, but it's one of the key ways as we love one another in real friendship. And you remember, don't you, that God has befriended us. He spoke with Moses like a friend. Jesus calls us friends. I'm a friend of Jesus. You're a friend of Jesus. He said, there's no greater love than this, to lay down one's life for his friend and then live it. If we're made in his image, we reflect his nature. We can do friendship like he does. Wow. So all we have to do is to follow his example and be a friend to others like he has been to us. Oh, come on. Naturally speaking, guys, we don't have a chance to do that. We couldn't do that. In the natural, it's impossible. But hang on. Instead of trying harder, let me invite him to come into me and be who he is and do what he does through me. And that's what his promise is and that's what he will do. This is only achieved and that's why I believe God has been focusing our attention on the refreshing of the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit. This level of friendship which we are seeking to embark on to be a more accurate demonstration of what God is like can only happen by the power of the Holy Spirit. We need the constant refreshing and renewing of the Holy Spirit. I can't really be kind. That is focused on someone else's experience whilst they're there in my sphere without his power. I need his power. People in a marriage can't live in the reality and fullness of marriage vows without the power of the Spirit. But with the Holy Spirit, I can point to him who makes all things new. 2 Corinthians 3, 18. So all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like him as we are changed into his glorious image. 
Imagine that. I can bring the glory of God into our conversations and interactions. When we're together, we will also become aware that he is also there. We can be engulfed in his presence over a copper or when we're in the garden doing some work together. You know, as I conclude, what comes back to my mind, and these weren't the only times, but certain times in that period of time many years ago when I was working together with Noel Woodruff, we would be sharing together, maybe sitting in some hotel restaurant somewhere across the earth. I remember a particular occasion when we were actually just waiting for a lift or getting, just got out of a lift. And we'd been sharing together something of the things of God. And it was as though there was a download, almost as though the very presence of the Holy Spirit was there, enlightening things way beyond what we had been able to share in so far. It was quite a few years ago, but these are very special times. Any time that we're together and God enlightens and empowers us, he is glorified. We need the Holy Spirit. Because in order to go where he's taking us, in order to be able to engage in what he's giving, in terms of being friends, in terms of biblical friendship, we need the refreshing of the Holy Spirit. Take a moment, be honest with yourself, before God, Lord, I need what only you can give. I need to touch you again. I need that intimacy. I need that refreshing of the Holy Spirit.